Hey everybody, it is Monday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. My name is Andre Anderson. I am both host and founder of BSTL. Uh, What does BSTL stand for? It stands for Building Something That Lasts. Um, I'm so excited. Um, I've got a really great guest. Uh, We are becoming friends, and I'm excited um, about that. Um, her name is Mary Grogan, and you're going to hear from her in the next uh, few moments. Um, and I promise you, this is going to be one of the best uh, conversations that we've had so far. Uh, Mary, are you there? I am here. All right. Excited uh, to get started. Oh, it's so good to have you, Mary. Um, before we jump into our conversation today, I want to just do something with you that I do with everyone, if you don't mind. Um, I'd love for you to share uh, two things about yourself, whether it is well-known or not. Um, This way, I think our listeners will have a sense of who you are and why it is that we're having this conversation. Okay, well, maybe people would uh, know that I'm a continuous learner, more than even an educator, and started teaching when I was 18 years old and have since every year of my life gone to school one night a week, to upgrade and finished when I was 62, when I got my my PhD in education leadership. So I've always gone to school part-time. Nice. And uh, I have dreams of being a stand-up comedian to balance (laughs) all the intensity. Yeah. Because my magic is uh, using reflection, reflective practice. Yeah. And you could do well at that. Uh, if you're looking for a manager, I'm, I'm willing to do so. Um, every, every time we talk, uh, you always put a smile on my face. So that's the first thing about you. Is there a second thing that you'd like to share? Um, that I'm a mother okay. and I'm a grandmother. Nice. Uh, I think that is probably uh, in this days of pushing for leadership and talking about uh what matters, really, I am a parent. And uh, with that, it's helped me be the woman I am. And I'm a grandparent, which is a different role altogether. It's all about loving. So that's a gift in my life that I wish everybody could enjoy somehow. Okay. Now, I know that you've got a a website, marygrogan.com. Right. Uh, right. That's number one. But then can you also tell us a little bit about uh, your book? Because you're also an author. Can you share that as well before we, we get into our conversation? Thank you. Um, yes, I'm very proud of my book, The Seven Seeds of Global Leadership. Um, my doctoral work is in education leader leadership. And I learned all about styles of leadership. And I've had lots of experiences of being a leader. And a lot of times of um, real, uh, real serious concern that I wasn't enough, didn't have enough, was never trained enough. Okay. So what I wanted to do is leave a book for other people who are just beginning to yes. be leaders, where they have a template to look at tapping into their potential, a way of taking an internal journey yes. so it can be done alone. And it could invite someone for dialogue after. So my book, Seven Seas of Global Leadership, is being used as a training manual, a manual for um, staff development, teamwork, and personal development around leadership competencies. So each of the seas is taking you like the sea, like we have a journey on a ship, into, into yourself, seven competencies we all have 
around connecting to self, conflict resolution, cultural awareness, and building community are just some of the C's. Nice. So it's a great book to use to to do some work. And uh, I do have a copy. And as soon as I'm finished with the one that I'm reading right now, that's my next one because we're going to have to have a conversation about it. And we right. may argue. No, we're not going to argue. We're, we're, we're going to have a conversation about some of these concepts sure. that I know that you've been using to bless those that sit at your feet. So today we want to have a conversation, Mary. Um, and this is, uh, I think, one uh, that leaders really connect well with. Um, as leaders, you know, sometimes we walk into the room and people have this perception as uh, the crowd is around you. People want to get, you know, what do you have to say about something? You know, after the seminars, after the presentations, you've got this group um, that want to take selfies and picture, pictures with you. And, uh, you know, they sign your book and you've put your autograph in there with something inspirational. Um but at times, the crowd is um, not necessarily a reflection or a true reflection mm-hmm. of the experience of the leader. And mm-hmm. so, you know, this podcast for this week is entitled Never Alone. And I don't know if that's going to be true by the time we get uh, to the end of this. But leadership is a lonely journey, um, especially for those that lead with integrity, authenticity, uh, transparency, and of course, I'm sure that you'll add a few more things to this. Um, but Mary, maybe you can just um, start us off this idea of leadership and loneliness. Absolutely. I think you've hit a very vulnerable spot about being a leader. And when we start conversations about leadership, we often talk about the position, the mm-hmm. power, the mm-hmm. responsibility, uh, the, uh, the vision, the mm-hmm. goal setting. But what we fail to be honest about is you step into that position and you are going to be alone. Yes. Because there is an unequal balance. If you have something to give yes, and all of your vision is outward yes. towards empowering others mm-hmm. and being received, being welcomed, being obeyed even, or collaborated with, there's a part of you that's really, really exhausted. If you're doing a good job, you should be exhausted. You should be empty. And what we fail to do, I think, preparing leaders is to remind them that that we're human mm-hmm. and that we have a responsibility first to connect to the person that they most have to live with the rest of their life, and that's themselves. Mm-hmm. So we're often giving out, and we fail to give into ourselves because we see it as selfish. I never heard any of this when I was training in mm-hmm. leadership. Yeah. It was all about servant leadership, which yes. seems to be the big word now. How do we serve others? That's right. How do we empower? But the truth is, if I lose the connection to myself, my right. whole self, yes. whether it's physical, I neglect my body because mm-hmm. I'm working too much. Yes. I, I eat fast foods as I'm going through McDonald's windows to get to the next session and be successful. Right. Um, whether I forget my spiritual side, right, which is so easy to do, um, then I'm I, I'm mistaken. And I remember when I was a principal, I was always ill at the end of every semester for oh, a wow. few days. Okay, whether it was Christmas or at the end of every semester, I would be have a bad cold. I didn't feel like taking a summer program. I did, mm-hmm. and I wondered. It hit me. Why is it that I'm exhausted and feeling sick? Right. I wasn't sick all year. Right. 
how could I have retired with 600 sick days that I never used? What's what, what, Was I just blessed with good health? <laughs> and I think what it was is that I was often sick during the holidays. Mm. And it was that realization that made me realize, you know what? I'm neglecting myself. And it's hard to face that we are alone. Yes. You know, um, this idea of being empty, um, I think it's a thing, it's a real thing. Um, you know, not too long ago, I was, I was at um, a meeting, and in this meeting, I saw an individual that was uh, sitting off uh, by themselves, and usually, um, they are somebody that is non-stop talking, not in a bad way, uh, but just definitely very sociable. Um, one who has a great sense of humor, etc. But they they've been promoted, and uh, now that they've been promoted, they have become the new quote unquote manager, boss, leader, whatever title you want to give to them. And as as long as I've known them, lots of people around them. But now, since the promotion, their mm-hmm. friend base seems to have disappeared, mm-hmm. lonely, and. Um, and I know that feeling, so I went to them and said, you know, you're doing a really great job at what you're doing. And part of the reason why you know that is because you've now had to shift um, from there to where you are now. So, Mary, why don't you help us out? What What is this loneliness, and, and why why do we as leaders have to walk alone? I think that's a great question that we all continue to explore Mm-hmm. Because it's paradoxical, and it's against what our society teaches. Yeah. If you become a leader, you're going to be just enthralled with the position, the responsibility, the impact. But the truth is, it's a burden. Mm-hmm. And if you are a true leader, you're advocating for change. Yes. So you're really taking on normative and social values of the status quo. Mm-hmm. And our our brain is wired to be comfortable so if you're truly a leader and you're stepping into risk-taking, examining mm-hmm. issues of status mm-hmm. quo, mm-hmm. you're going to have people leave you. They're not comfortable. And if you make a decision to go and make change, social change, justice work, mm-hmm. equity work, you're going to lose some of who you thought were your friends and your familiar team yes. along the way because they didn't sign up for that. Right. And so that's when you start doing the work yourself, you find yourself digging deeper, acknowledging your own fear, your own helplessness, uh, despair, and digging into a resilience probably that you never really were desperate to find. Right. And paradoxically, we know that social change never happens with a single person. It always happens holding hands. Right. So I think the loneliness is a period of reminding us there's a difference between being lonely mm-hmm. and being alone. Okay. And so- I've had to work that through myself. Uh, I seldom feel, I feel alone yes. a lot. Yes. And I could be in a crowd and feel alone. Yes. And I know that if I spark a conversation that's difficult, mm-hmm. either in position or just because something's concerning me, there's going to be (laughs) invisible walls like, let's find somewhere else to sit. Let's go (laughs) somewhere else. Yes. 
Because I'm a change maker. I'm a leader. Yes. And that climate of uncomfortableness, are, we're not wired to be comfortable with. So, um, and I agree with you 100% um, around this, this, this lonely or loneliness. Um, but the question then is, to the leader that wants to create change, that doesn't necessarily understand yet um, the burden that comes with it, which also may create uh, mm-hmm. the loneliness, the isolation, the second guessing of oneself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we then create these bridges, right? So again, you've got to wrestle with who you are, you know, the person. Um, mm-hmm. But then now you've got to come out of this cave uh, swinging mm-hmm. or quietly or slowly mm-hmm. Um how are, how do we find others that are akin to change, even if we don't agree? How do we do that? How do we make that that leap or that shift? Well, for me, what's helped me mm-hmm. is embracing the discomfort. Okay. It's for me. It's saying, okay, you're feeling quite alone. Mm-hmm. You've lost some friends here. Right. You're going to have to find some new friends. You don't know where you're going to go. Yes. Uh, you are alone. And I have to re-examine my thinking. Mm-hmm. I have to re-examine my heart. Yes. And I have to pay attention to my gut, my okay. intuition. Okay. Am I on the right path? Whose work am I? Re- is this ego work? Yes. Or is this work for social change? Right. So once I'm clear about that, I just do some reflection around what are what are the strengths that I've used before to get okay. out of this? Yes. And where can I seek? How can I invite Mm-hmm. A conversation with somebody who's brave. Right. Who is it that may have a quality I don't have? Right. Where can I put myself in a position where I might new people meet new people? So, for example, last week I went to that leadership summit, mm-hmm. knowing not not one person there. Ah, okay. Except the leader. Okay. Except the person organizing it. Right. I had no idea how big the the room would be. Right. I had no idea if there was a seating table. Right. And I said, I made a decision, a conscious decision to be resilient Mm -hmm. because I know deep down in my gut, I won't be able to continue if I'm not renewed, if I don't hold hands with somebody, if I don't share a light and I make it all about me. Yes. So I went to a, I, I put some money down and I went to a conference. Yeah. I've done that twice in the last month. So you're ready for and change. I'm I'm in a real period of what's next for me. Yeah. Uh, what kind of changes do I need to make? Yes. And I'm resisting them because it means a period of being really alone, being un- uncertain, and holding hands with people I'm not really sure I can trust yet. Yeah. So I think that's what separates true leadership. Yes. Risk-taking. Be willing to risk that scary alone feeling and paradoxically knowing you have to do the work to get out of it. So, um, it's like going in a tunnel, right? When you're on the subway, you go into a tunnel where you can't get, you can't get self-service. Yeah. But you got to get down there. You've got to go through that tunnel and you hope to God that, that the subway doesn't stop in the middle and that there's no crisis. Right. But you have to trust that whatever happens, there's some spirit of purpose and passion inside you 
you have to remind yourself what you have, the gifts you have that didn't come from you. Right. But connect you to others, to connect you to a wider world, maybe the creative energy. Some people call it God. Mm-hmm. I, I, I call it my creator. Mm-hmm. There is a universal energy and light mm-hmm. in me, in you. That That's as long as I'm breathing, it's there. Yeah. So what strategies I use are embracing the periods and knowing I need to learn something new here. Mm-hmm. I go to my head, my heart, and my spirit. Mm-hmm. I do reflective work. Mm-hmm. And then I look at the beliefs that I have. I believe that I have a purpose and passion. So I, I have no choice but to take a risk and reach out and hold hands with somebody maybe new mm-hmm. and have difficult conversation. So, um, <laughs> sounds simple, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't sound simple at all. I think it sounds simple. Um, when we don't have a context to marry, right? So even though, uh, you're well-read, well-educated, you didn't just get here the moment you moved, um, you know, your tassel from the right hand side to the left and shake the hand and take that picture with the provost. Um, this has been a lifelong journey, I would imagine, um, and a lot of reflection, right? So when we talk about reflecting, um, you know, this, this leader who is on this journey alone, what does reflection, like, how do you get there? I mean, my generation, to some degree, I'll say this quickly because I really do want, I, I do want to hear your answer. My generation is always on social media. There's always a soundbite in the background. There's some music right. that's playing. The TV's going. Right. Instagram, right. Facebook, LinkedIn. Plus, you got your job to do, and you have a family. Like, there's so many different nuances that go along with life. How does a leader then figure out how to be reflective? It sounds easy, but I don't know that it's that easy. To be honest, I know it's simple, but I created a habit since I was a young person. And it came out of a deep, fearful place of being alone. Mm -hmm. And it's carried with me. It's just changed to a more sophisticated habit. So in other words, shut the door, turn off the TV, turn off people and take 10 minutes, 15 minutes a day and look at my experience. I carry my daily experience, what went well, mm-hmm. what's bringing me joy and what's disturbing me. Mm-hmm. So a third, kind of a third eye looking, okay, what happened today? That I, Where am I sitting? Is this a repeated pattern? Mm-hmm. And taking it with a compassionate curiosity inquiry. Okay. So if I ask myself curiously, what, what kind of day did I have? Mm-hmm. That's insufficient because something's going to come up that I wasn't really proud of. or mm-hmm. And I better be compassionate with myself. Uh, yeah. and if I'm not, I can't be compassionate with the other people that I meet along the road. Yes. So I think it's a decision. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. I say this, I've trained many teachers. I've, train some counselors, I think you have a choice how to renew yourself. Mm -hmm. And I I love Mandela's letter to his wife where he said that he was grateful for the cell that that forced him to reflect Mm -hmm. on his ideas to be away from the crowd. Yeah. Even though he was chipping away at stone, Mm -hmm. the cell forced him to be alone. And out of that, 
came from an inquiring to other leaders he started to read. Yes. So it's not reflection in action. It's reflection exploring head, yeah. heart, soul, spirit. Yeah. Yes. And then moves to an action. And once you feel action-oriented, mm-hmm. incredible hope, incredible connection to passion and purpose and joy. Hmm. Yeah, you know, That's what it does yeah. it for me. I can't be any more vulnerable than I am. I'm sure people will think, oh, who is this? But that's what's helped me. And I want them to be like, hmm, who, who is this person? Because MaryGrogan.com, I'm hoping that there's going to be some individuals uh, that reach out to you and want to connect with you. But here's, here's um, a question that maybe I have and maybe others uh, that are listening. Um, the question that I have is, do you ever actually make it into a room where you are never alone? And when I say alone, I mean, I think we've, we've, we've spoken enough about this early in the conversation, but do you finally get into a room where you're not the only one that is fighting for change, fighting Mm. for reflection and fighting to be that difference that you were birthed to be? Does that happen Mm. somewhere along the way? For example, when we met a couple of weeks ago and we had a conversation, Mm -hmm. That connection, that shared light, yes, with a moment of I've come home to another person, yes, who's on a journey, who's conscious, yes. Okay, I don't like the word awoke, but the I truth understand. is, sure. somewhere along the line, I know you have made a decision to grow and to grow into all the greatness that you have. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm fascinated with how have I helped students over my 45 year career tap into their potential, right. It doesn't matter what the words, but I have had moments of being in spaces with children and adults mm-hmm. who are so eager to tap into their potential and to grow. I've had moments. I've been in spaces. I may not even know their name. Mm-hmm. But I've been in spaces where, where people are really all encouraged to do something exciting. <coughs> So the other side to this too, um, as we think about reflection and understanding that you are never alone because like us, um, Mm -hmm. we've met one another and immediately, like I said, it was almost like kindred spirits. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been talking about you in a positive way, by the way, (laughs) almost every other day since we've met. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. the, the reality though is, to the individual that has yet to walk into the room and meet someone that is not going to persuade them uh, to change their values, to change um, their, their level of integrity in order to be embraced, that person, I think, is afraid right now. Um, because generally speaking, as leaders, we often use the gauge of um, you will know you're on the right track when there are more people that are with you than less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that kind of indoctrination, mm-hmm. I think, is the, the, the number one thing that kills um, creativity, objectivity, um, ideas, you know, thought processes, um, because you have to scale back or, you know, if you don't mind me saying this, dumb yourself down mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. order to be embraced. So what do we do with that person? 
who, who I, I understand totally. Yeah, I get it. There are times I say, well, this is going to be a dumbed down activity. I'm just going to be present and hope that my energy is enough. Okay. And other times, you know, I always have this image of Jesus where he bent down, fixed his sandals, tightened them up. Yeah. And he went to another space. Yeah. Uh-huh. When he wasn't well received. Yeah. Wherever he was. You cl- he went, there's, there's that passage in the scripture he just put his sandals on and he went into a boat and went somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And when I was training vice principals and they would say that very thing to me, you know, I was in a meeting and nobody wanted to follow what we were talking about with this new literacy, but what am I going to do? I said, well, sometimes you've said your piece, yes. now put your shoes on and try another space. You can yeah. always come back. Yeah. Go to another space, whether it's for yourself or with another group. Yeah. And sometimes what's beautiful in this world is there's diversity. So if everybody around the table is the same, yes. then it's not too much thinking. I'm bored as heck. <laughs> right. So I try to find a space that's more diverse. Mm. Yeah. Or I don't know people who maybe look differently than me, of mm-hmm. age or background. Or, right. That's why I love my international students so much. Mm-hmm. I can be in their space and they can tell me. Right. How alone they feel. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a human capacity to be honest. Yes. And say, this is what I feel right now, but no feeling ever remains the same. Yes. It could be changed with music. It could be changed with some meditation. It could be changed with uh, going for a walk, mm-hmm. putting on a podcast. Put myself in diverse spaces and see how open I am to other people's voices, other people's views. Mm-hmm. How comfortable am I listening to somebody who I don't agree with? Right. As we know that this is happening in our world right now. Look at the leaders. Sure. It's shame and blame. Sure. It's not, how do we sit down at this table and find a way of common humanity? Sure. And that's why we're having so much trouble today. Like our, all our institutions are being challenged. All our political leaders are are standing ground where they are at their at their spot, but they're not willing to hear the diverse perspective. Right. That's where the creativity happens. So, Mary, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I do want to ask you this question because now that sure. you've talked about this lace up thing, and I agree that because everything is becoming so politicized and you have to take a um, position that is Mm -hmm. either left or right, I get that part. But how then, as leaders, do we help people to to be okay dusting off your shoe, Mm -hmm. right? Because right now there's a leader that's listening to this that's been working where they are for 25 years, 30 years. Or mm-hmm. they've just graduated and this is their first job. Um, I mm-hmm. think that for the person that has tenure, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do this again. I'm just going to wait right. it out and then mm-hmm. I'll have the, uh, you know, the cake and, you know, the ice cream. And, right. and then right. I can talk about all the things I would have done if I had more time. How do you how do you lace up? How do you get on down the street like the littlest hobo? You know, I remember that as a kid. I'm sure you do as well. How do, how do we lace up and say, there's no space for me here, but there's got to be space for me somewhere? How do I do that? You know, if it was that simple of an answer, we'd be making a million. 
everybody is so unique. For me, I reminded myself many times, look, you may not feel success, but yeah. you're role modeling a way of carrying yourself through this conversation. Mm. And other people are watching you. Are you remaining calm? Are you remaining respectful? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's enough for me today. Maybe it's not where I wanted to be, but maybe I need to be mindful of this present moment and the power that I am just by role modeling what it means to treat somebody with dignity. Right. And respect. Right. Because maybe that'll spark courage in somebody else to shift because mm. If you're in a wave of water, if you're in water and somebody drops in a different coloring or a pebble, right. it shakes the water. Correct. I'm not responsible for the whole pond, but I am responsible for what I drop in. Right. The ripple of change. And sometimes it's just taking a walk through the space. Right. Being who I am, reacting in a way that's respectful, maybe enough for some people. Right. But I don't believe anybody ever walks and is successful alone. I think I think uh, we used to think of resilience as an individual capacity to get up, to right. stand up. Mm -hmm. But if you look at all the great leaders, they mm -hmm. they had people around them who bantered and exchanged ideas, challenged them. So you got to find one or two people who think like you and challenge your thinking who love you unconditionally, yeah. who hold your hands across the street, yes. but aren't going to let you get your ego in the way, either to discourage you or to question your value. Right. Question your decisions, but not your value. So, Mary, uh, you're not going to believe this. Does that make sense to you? I don't know. No, absolutely, because at the end of the day, um, really what we're looking for is – do you understand what I'm trying to say, even if your answer is no? And I think that that's the art mm -hmm. that we are beginning to lose, especially in the Western context, mm -hmm. because somehow we've, we've now gotten to a place where if I disagree with you, it means that I don't like you mm -hmm. or I'm devaluing you. No, no, no. It's just that I think a different way. I think that there's a different way forward. Um, mm -hmm. And while I appreciate the fact that you are endorsing a methodology mm -hmm. that has been tried and proven, but that's for a world that no longer exists. Mm -hmm. And if that world no longer exists, then that's the definition of insanity, doing the same mm -hmm. thing over exactly. and over and expecting a different mm -hmm. result. I, I think you're a hundred percent clear, um, Mary. Um, and I think that this is, this is the work of leadership as we move forward because mm -hmm. remember now we can we can edit sound bites faster now than ever before which means that you can cut and paste this entire conversation right and you can make me say something that i didn't say without context right and with ai we could put different pictures absolutely making me look younger than i am or blonde or whatever <laughs> right yeah but you know at some point we are given life Mm -hmm. to be who we are. Yeah. And there is no, I think we've had a long history of thinking men are the leaders. Uh, white males are the leaders. Mm -hmm. The systems have promoted a patriarchy that is protective and at the same time right. rigid. It's managing, it's controlling. And you know what? 
we're in a period of that's not working anymore. No. And we don't have enough people trained right. or oriented or given a chance to think about their gifts. Right. We even need to think about leadership as it doesn't matter whether you have a role or a position. You're in a company. You're in a right. community. You're in a church group. You're in right. a community group. You make an influence just by the kind of conversation you have. We can no longer look outside of ourselves to think all the answers are out there with a leader. Right. We've got we have something. to share leadership. Yeah. We have to share it. And I think that's the truth. The truth is I can have you on my team. I don't have to share all my vulnerability. Right. But I have to share the truth of yes. who I am. You may not like it. But if we can come to some agreement about where we're working to get what is it our goal yes. is shared, and we agree we're shared humans, yes, we can move. Yeah. Not without difficulty, but it beats the old system, the paradigm of top down. Right. If you see it as a circle, mm-hmm. we know that circles can be a lot of fun. That's we right. We can dance in a circle. We can celebrate. We can acknowledge. We can learn from each other. Yes. Right? Yes. It's so exciting to be in a circle. Mary, um, I, I want you, if you, if you're, if you can, I, and I know you can, maybe I'm giving you a, a break to get your thought together on this. Um, but we've talked about a lot of things in our time um, this evening. And I wonder if you could just put this genie in a bottle and give us the takeaway of, from this conversation of, of loneliness and, and leadership and reflection and all of the other stuff that we've mentioned. It's such a great conversation, but I wonder if you can give us a takeaway today. I think we need to remind ourselves that we were born alone. Mm-hmm. We'll die alone. Yes. But in between, there are moments of being alone and choosing the kind of company we want to keep. Right. That renew us, enable us, help us grow, bring us into diverse spaces, mm-hmm. and help us get through those kind of uncomfortable moments when we're, when we're afraid. Mm-hmm. to be who we are. Oh, wow. You know, there's a calming uh, in this conversation uh, that I really appreciate um, because I Thank think you. that our listeners are really reflecting on uh, this really deep and yet uh, simple conversation that you've given just as, as you did as a panelist at uh, the conference that we both attended and, and participated at. And um, Mary, let me just say this. Um, I love the, the, the fact that you showed up alone and you left with a couple of friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, the courage that you have demonstrated then and, and even now, because uh, our conversation is not scripted, uh, it says to me that you're open not just to change, but changing the way that, that we view a conversation. Mm. And for me, that's one of uh, the takeaways um, of this conversation. I think that it's time for us, not just in the Western world. Uh, Mm -hmm. There are other places where, you know, thought processes are stifled um, because of what it may do to, you know, the greater group. But I think the greater good is getting to a place where where we ask ourselves, if I become anything other than what God has created me to be, 
mm-hmm. then there's no way that I'll be able to fulfill my purpose. And I think Absolutely. purpose is everything. MaryGrogan.com is your, um, your website. Uh, you're an author there. I'm also going to put some additional information uh, in the section um, or the summary on RSS as well as on LinkedIn when I post uh, this there. Uh, Mary, it has been a pleasure. Uh, and I hope, because uh, I know you're busy, that this will not be the last time uh, that we meet this way. And to those of you that are listening, um, Mary, she's all over the place. And when I say all over the pl- all over the place, I don't mean she's uh, all over the place. I just mean that she is somebody that is talking and speaking and sharing. And I would love to put my voice behind her and say, look, if you would like to hear from Mary or myself, um, please uh, reach out, uh, send the message through um, marygrogan.com and or you can send an email at bstlinc21 at gmail.com. And if you haven't subscribed yet to this podcast, you need to um, hit like, subscribe, and or share because we will continue to have these conversations around leadership um, because how can you build something that lasts unless you're Absolutely. talking? You just can't. We can't do it alone. They, they say that if you're going to cross a busy street... It's best to hold hands. Yeah. So thank you very much for this opportunity. And I'm looking forward to further conversation with uh, someone who's also curious and compassionate and purposeful driven. Oh, that's kind of you. Thank Thank you you. so much. Thank Thank you you so much, Mary. Thank thank you you to all those that have listened uh, this evening. Um, Feel free to comment if you'd like to as well. And until next week, um, this is BSTL. I'm both host and founder, Andre Anderson. We are building something that lasts. And remember, you are never alone. There's always a hand. You just got to look around until you find it or see it. Take, in, take care until next time. Bye for now. <laughs>